Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning. Happy Easter. I hope you had a wonderful celebration in your own churches or communities where you are. With all that is going on to be, you know, tucked down in our own um, homes and places, it is a great joy to have you here today. Join me for this time of study. I'm Father Joe's priest in an Episcopal church in Springfield, Missouri, and I do these classes every Monday at 10, uh, 10 a.m. That is available from here, or you can join uh, on the YouTube or wherever you know you are joining us from. Uh, thank you that you are here with me today. And there are several people who have joined this class from different parts. And I always begin any class as much as possible with a quotation from Mother Teresa's writings. And one of the things that she says in here, we must never think any one of us is indispensable. We must never think any one of us is indispensable. And I hope uh, you have a good signal and we, I, it is hardwired on my end so that you will be able to uh, have a good signal wherever you are <clears throat> to, uh, to attend this class. And I bring in this reflection uh, only to help out at this time to make it easier for all of us who are uh, homebound because of COVID-19. I want to ask God's blessings upon you, your families, as we begin this uh, morning with a little prayer. Heavenly Father, be with us today as we celebrate our communities, our homes, and the way that you have chosen and brought us together. At this time, help us to grow spiritually, understand what it means to be uh, the have the attitude of Martha and Mary, both. How can we grow together with both and then grow into a blessed future which you envision in our lives? Thank you for granting this blessing and being with us and be with those who have joined us for class today. Be with everyone who is into contemplative life in their personal life so that they will be transformed just as much as we are transformed as people in our studies and in our spiritual journey that we are in. Thank you, Lord, for granting this blessing. We make all this prayer in the name of Jesus the Lord. Amen. Thank you again for being here with me. And I started this conversation with, uh, we must never think of any one of us is indispensable, a quote from Mother Teresa. And this is the reason why I've chosen this quotation because welcoming prayer has that particular component, what Mother says very much included in that thought process. We must never think of anyone as indispensable because no matter who we are, none of us are indispensable. There is a reason why we are who we are and how do we accept that and celebrate it and become completely and fully integrated people in contemplative life. And that's that's what uh, the reason I wanted to quote Mother Teresa. Besides, uh, you know, I was with Mother, I was with uh, Mother Teresa before she died, and uh, I worked with her in the northern part of India. And so it was such a joy to get to know this individual, this person who has integrated contemplative life into her everyday practice. And particularly when we talk about welcoming prayer, that's exactly what we are talking about, a life like that of mother, because contemplative life has become part and parcel of her everyday life. Welcoming prayer became her, uh, her spiritual journey, spiritual practice with which that she felt she is 
she has the strength to deal with the daily life situation. And all of you have read about Mother Teresa, have known Mother Teresa. You guys know very well that Mother had uh, a very busy life in everything that went on in her life. But contemplation, daily prayer, silent prayer, meditation, all of this was what kept her doing what she did. So there was a tremendous strength that you can you will find when mother joined uh, in prayer with God when she was spent time in prayer and contemplation it transformed her and so that's exactly what we're talking about in welcoming prayer I want to say the welcoming prayer is a way for us to integrate the two so as we go into that there are two types of people in this world and i call the blessed by diversity is what i call the two types of people are blessed by diversity simply because these two types of people that's what makes the world run beautifully well one is not dispensable in uh, you know that, that that's a thing nobody is indispensable in uh, dispensable in here nobody is dispensable we are all indispensable, regardless of the type we are, two types of people. What are the two types of people we are talking about in here? The two types of personalities, the Martha types and the Mary types, the busy types and the not so busy looking like the types or the relaxed types. And so we are looking into the two types of people because they make the world a rich, beautiful, wonderful place to belong to. So the Martha types and the Mary types, they both are beautiful types of people with varying ways of approaching life. One needs to be busy in life to find meaning and the other needs to be quieter or relaxed in life to find meaning. And can we say the one who is finding joy and fulfillment in being busy is not the best person in the world or the one who will sit quiet and relaxed is not the best person in the world? Can one find uh, a fault with the, per the other type of person? No. I think these two personalities are to be brought together to be integrated as Mother Teresa did integrate and that's what we're talking about here. One is not better than the other. And so there are two complementary dimensions. The, the, the busy type on one side and the relaxed type on the other side. We all have a choice here to pick one side or the other or we don't choose at all. We choose both. And I think that is where the wisdom comes from. We all have the choice. And sometimes people think that I have to choose this or I have to choose that. I have to be quieter. When Jesus speaks about Martha, when Jesus speaks about Mary, is he saying one is better than the other? Is that the intent or is he going beyond that? And so we all have the choice to pick one or the other, or we have the choice to bring both together. The, set, the best choice would be the choice to find a balance not choose one or the other, not to choose the worker mode or the busy bee mode or the relaxed. And some people even might say the relaxed, quieter type people, lazy people. I don't want to call that. That's not who, what we are talking about in here because that's not what this is about. It is finding balance. Some people cannot sit still while others cannot find meaning without being still. And so I want to say uh, contemplative life, true contemplative life will include both 
uh, growing together with what we are because otherwise there is no way we will eat or drink or do work at home or care for others help other people all of those things are absolutely necessary to do that we need to integrate the two and i have a friend in one of the parishes that i worked before this friend she cannot even imagine going silent sometime I would invite her to go with me for a silent retreat. I would, when I do the, give the silent retreats, I will invite uh, several people to come in and join me. And a few people will always say, I cannot imagine how you can sit without talking, how you can be in one place without talking to the other person every day, all day. How is it possible if it is a two-day retreat, a five-day retreat, or a 10-day retreat? How can you spend time without talking to the other? And about uh, every year, two, uh, a couple of times a year, I take about five to 10 days of total silent retreat. When I go for this total silent retreat, I get into this powerful, beautiful experience. And when I come back, people ask me, were you really that silent? Really, did you not talk to anybody? And you really spend the time by yourself without actually having an interaction with someone? Is that what you did? And so I always have to tell them, yes, I did. But I did have an interaction. I did talk to, I did listen to. I spent some time in silence. I, while I was spending time in silence, maybe I was not talking, but someone else was was talking to me I was listening I was giving my heart and my body and my whole self in that process of listening and so yes that's exactly what we're talking about when we go into this complementary behavior that we are active people and to complement that activity everyday active life we need to take some time in silence while others cannot find meaning without being still some people cannot find meaning in being still. And so here we are looking at when do we become Marthas? We don't have time to sit at his feet. When we are unable to listen, when we do not listen, then we truly become Marthas. Well, now, is that bad? Not really. It's not being able to, not becoming Martha is not a bad thing. What we're talking about in here is, it would be wonderful thing for a reciprocal relationship, a loving relationship to listen to the other. So welcoming prayer in reality is teaching us to genuinely become people who love one another. What that means is basically give and take. When we are constantly worried about, about everything else but the one about whom we should be worried about, that's when we become Martha. It's when our anxieties overtake us, that's when we become Martha. When we do not find stillness within us, that's when we become Martha. In the midst of all that we do, which you and I, we all do every day, we all have to work hard, we all have to keep our houses clean, we all have to clean our cars, you know, we live in our cars. We have all kinds of junk in, my, in our cars. My children last day cleaned my car and they told me, Daddy, you have kept this car completely dirty. You have filled this car with trash. Let us clean it up. Yes, that's how we live. We live in the midst of clutter and noise and all kinds of active life makes us unable to sit quiet, give space, distance things from around our heart and have a, a time silently listening to God. Maybe that removing the clutter is what we are talking about in here. 
not removing everything that what we have removing all activity is not what we are talking about what we are talking about basically is removing the clutter and giving space for so that we can breathe the spirit of god can breathe through within around us that process is what we are talking about the welcoming prayer life which is 99% of the world or people in prayer is supposed to be in yes there are some pure 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 contemplatives in this world their contemplative lifestyle is because they are dedicated in monastic living and for them people who are cloistered nuns or cloistered priests or monks or or the desert fathers who went away into the desert spend all their time in total silence yes i get that and that's not what we are that's not what 99% of the people are not even 99.9% i want to say are not of that kind of people we we are active people we do things every day and so for us to actually go beyond it we certainly need to be able to integrate it and so when life's anxieties take over when there is no stillness within that's when we could actually practice begin to really look into ourselves and say maybe we need to practice welcoming prayer in our lives and so interior intentions matter and that's why jesus is saying to martha 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 you have been worried about too many things too much is there anything wrong with martha nothing is wrong with martha martha's activity it is needed for jesus to eat martha needed to work or for for his companions for her friends to feel at home yes she needed to work and so it is the motivation or the intention that is in the question why are you so busy what is it that you are so much interested in that you do not have time for the one that you love now bring that into your family life bring that into your spiritual life bring that into everything that is going on and then you will know i got to tell you an example of what happened i began during this covid-19 time when everybody is now staying home when god is trying to talk to all of us in our own loneliness and lostness when we are not with our church communities when we are not with our uh, contemplative groups or church groups or or social groups that we are not we are now in our own homes and we could actually find a lot of time for god to listen now i said to my community here i said let's begin in a practice called 919 instead of 911 919 is a practice of praying at 9 in the morning one at personal prayer 9 again an evening prayer so 9 am a community prayer 1 pm a personal prayer time and 9 pm a community prayer time on the web live streamed that they can all join now i call this 919 in 919 instead of the 911 because 911 call is in distress 919 call is in love in desire wanting to be with god so easy to remember so that i coined this word invite people so that it will stick to their mind 919 is when they hear that word they know it is time to center it is time to go into listening time a time to process everything create space and then find god and spend time with god it is wonderful absolutely wonderful how many people actually took advantage of that because people realized all the noises around them stopped 
everything that they are doing is stopped. Now it is time and or they they learned it is time to stop and then they come into this moment of silence. And so my request here is let's go into this 919 practice every day, which is not hard for us to do because we, it's something that we can actually remember if you can associate this with 911, which is a call in distress. That's not this is this is a call in love. This is a call in need. This is a call where which where we are committed to actually celebrating God and giving space to God, listening to God. And so motivation and intention matters. So here are the two lenses that is called about this Martha and Mary. The two lenses are then we usually live alternating between the two lenses. Now active, now contemplative, back and forth, swinging. We are this pendulum that goes back and forth, back and forth by our practice and God's grace. And I do want to emphasize the two things uh, uh, by practice and God's grace. It's the two pieces that has to put us together, not just by practice alone and not by grace alone. It's the two. It is reciprocating to God's grace. That's what welcoming prayer is about. That reciprocating, it is giving back. It is celebrating the grace that we have received and in equal measure. We can never equally measure to what God has given, but at least in intention, in equal measure, give it back to God spending time. And that's what we call this, uh, the welcoming prayer is. That is to cooperating with God's grace and then prayer becomes a continual flow. And so that's what we are talking about in here. So what is the difference between centering prayer and welcoming prayer? Now, here is a difference between on the screen that you will see the two dimensions of the centering prayer. It's consenting in activity. Now, if you remember the steps in centering prayer, what are we talking about? We are choosing a sacred word to consent to God's action within. And so that's what we are talking about in here. Consenting to God's action, not just within, God's action consenting in activity on one side and consenting to the stillness on the other side. Consenting to stillness is something that you and I have learned to do, consenting to stillness. Now, consenting to activity, meaning becoming aware of God in daily life and allowing God to help us, lead us, take us to the next stage. And that's what we are talking about, consenting in activity. Martha and Mary complement one another with balance and wholeness. And that's what we are talking about in welcoming prayer. They together represent the human reality of busyness and stillness we are busy a group of people are busy bees in the world and then there is a group of people very few who are quiet and relaxed and enjoying their time with god we need to bring them to together and that's i want to bring in one more thing in from the previous slide if you look at that slide something that i absolutely enjoy watching that slide is this look at mary's martha's expression what is she doing as she's looking at uh, Mary and Jesus, I was just imagining, she's thinking, oh, gee, what are you doing? Mary, you are sitting there and I'm doing this all by myself and I wish you could come and help me. I don't know why Jesus is engaging you uh, in this conversation. Doesn't he see that I'm working, trying to feed him, trying to feed you, trying to feed this time together? 
all of these thought process. And so that's exactly what we are talking about, the attitudinal difference in here. What you're looking at is basically, what is it? What is the intention with which you are working? She could, maybe we can, maybe I'm interpreting it wrong. Maybe that's what Jesus saw. And that's what he's saying, Martha, Martha, why are you worried about? Because are you worried about Mary sitting here or worried about that she's not helping you? Or do you need help? Ask, we will help you. So there are lots of things. So what is your intention? And that's exactly where we want to go. And so in here, we saw it's complement each other. And so welcoming prayer is prayer is alive in action and active contemplative or contemplative active lifestyle. And that's what we are talking about in here. So it is consent on the go. Contemplative welcoming prayer is consent on the go. It is a consent on the go that I, I'm doing this I am going somewhere, I'm working on some things, I am doing all kinds of stuff in my life, and today I am letting God become part of it so that I'm not so stressed, I'm not so anxious, I'm not so much worried about, I'm able to listen to God even through my action. This is what mother used to say to her community members of the missionaries of charity. If you do not have time to sit and listen to God in the midst of all that you are doing, and then I do not know if I need you in my community, because in your action, in your active life, God is fully present. And when God is fully present, and when you can consent to that full presence of God in your life, then life will be changed. You will find joy in what you're doing. You, even your tiredness will become meaningful and beautiful. It will not be something that will be make you complain and be anxious and worry. Rather, you will begin to enjoy the wonderful gift that God has given you in the midst of your busy life. And so welcoming prayer is consent on the go prayer practice that provides a means for moving deeper into trust and intimacy with the living God that Jesus experienced. The reality that we are not just with God, we are in God through Christ. So everything that we do, we do in God, with God, through Christ, each of us and all of us in every moment, in every experience. And that's what we are talking about in welcoming prayer, that we are with God, within God, with Jesus, through Jesus, doing things so that our life becomes meaningful, our actions become meaningful. And what we do is done because God is consenting. We are consenting to God to act through us. And God is doing it because we have consented. We have given permission. We are people of free will. And that is acknowledged. And so the welcoming prayer, therefore, encourages a relationship with the spirit of God within you and a presence and a capacity for tuning into the presence and the action of the spirit in your life now. Meaning to say, today, right now, as I am doing what I'm doing, this is an active job what I'm doing, something that I'm doing actively to connect with you, but with the knowledge, listening to God, that all day today, whatever I do, I'm going to let God dictate, help me to make those decisions correctly. That is not an easy thing to do, 
in one way. But on the other side, it can be very easy once we develop that awareness. So the key is in all of this is simply this develop an awareness. God is with us through all that we do. And then we grow into the fullness of Christ. And that's what welcoming prayer, a general introduction to it. Next week, we will continue in the second lesson on welcoming prayer and the human condition and how is that affecting us as we look into the welcome, deeper part of the welcoming prayer. I want to thank you for joining me today. And I hope you, uh, be, you enjoyed this time with me. If you have other friends, or people to join me, uh, us to, uh, in this class. There are several people I can see. I don't see you physically, but I know they are there simply because the numbers tell me that there are people who have joined us from different parts of the country and the different groups of people. I'm delighted that you joined me today. We will continue to pray and ask the Lord to bless each and every one of us, you, me, everyone who is working today, that they will consent to God's action within them and live in them is and live God through God do the things they're supposed to do that's what Mother Teresa calls us to do and that's what contemplatives in the world will ask us to do so that we truly grow into the fullness of Christ and that's what I want to invite you to thank you again once again for joining me today hope to see you next Monday at 10 a.m. for any reason you are unable to access this class now I know there was couple of people who are going in and out I believe that probably has to do with the signal there will be a link if you go back to your second uh, uh, the list in the list of things that are listed there the second lesson will give you or the important information gives you a link and there the YouTube link will give you the lessons for what you already attended for the future and it will also be posted here at a later time for you to access as well Thank you for being here. May God bless you. Have a wonderful day and let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for being with us today. And thank you for helping us to understand, delve uh, a little deeper into what welcoming prayer is. Be with us as we delve deeper and study more and grow into the fullness of Christ as you intended us to be. Give us the grace that you gave to Mother Teresa so that in our active life, we will find time to spend with you silently listening to you, practicing contemplative life in our active day. Amen. Thank you again for being with me today. God bless you.